We're taking a peek into geek culture and sharing our top 10 fandom favorites. Let Your Geek Side Show presents Geek Culture Countdown. Hey guys, this is Kitty. And this is Susan. And welcome back to the Geek Culture Countdown. So this week, we're counting down the top 10 Luke Skywalker moments in Star Wars. This was pretty tough. It was. Because Luke has a lot of really great moments. It's pretty much Luke's story. Like even movies without him physically in it, he's still in it. Oh, absolutely. So we've used the Force to come up with a list of moments that capture the hero's journey of one of the greatest Jedi in the galaxy, Luke Skywalker, from life on the moisture farm to becoming a galactic legend. So without further ado, let's get started. So number 10 on our list. You have to do the voice. I have to do the voice. You have to do the voice. Okay. But I was going to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. Not whiny enough, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think everyone's got it. So this this is a moment that is yes often a joke in in the Star Wars canon, and it definitely should be because it's it's Luke whining about something that to us sounds silly and insignificant, but when you think about it, it also just it shows how unaware Luke is about the greater galaxy beyond. And not not to make this like this is the defining moment, but it it's cool to see how he comes from so little uh, on the moisture farm on Tatooine, and he's he's gonna be the hero to the whole galaxy, and here he is whining about power converters at Tashi Station. So it it shows us a moment where Luke hasn't begun his hero's journey, but we all kind of know what's coming next, and it and it reminds us that our hero was a simple farm boy. It's pretty funny also to listen to Mark Hamill talk about this particular moment, because <laughs> at New York Comic Con last year, he did like a talk, and, and this is actually one of the points that Hamill himself brings up as like a point in Luke's journey, Ugh. because you have to hear how whiny he is in order to see how far he comes. Because this was this was the biggest problem to him, yeah. starting out on oh, Tatooine. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I want to go to the Flight even, Academy. Homeboy doesn't even know about Darth Vader yet. Right. Like, this was the biggest deal to him. Yeah. So... And that's why it's number 10 on our list. Yeah, it's a pretty fun moment. (laughs) So number nine on the list is, um, I I guess I have to do the voice too, right? (laughs) It's Luke Skywalker. I thought he was a myth. Um, And that's by Rey in Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. And it's kind of the moment where you see that Luke has become more than just a man in a lot of ways, like he's become someone that people tell stories about when they speak about like the Galactic War and the, like against the Empire and all that like amazing things that Luke did in episodes four, five, and six. You you come back to seven and you see a girl who is also stranded on a desert planet who also isn't sure a lot about who she like what she came from and um, also knows that there's something kind of cool about her in like deep down. So mm-hmm. um, I. I felt like this was a number nine moment that needed to be on the list because it shows you the impact that Luke has had on the entire galaxy to the point where they tell stories about him, like little kids play Luke Skywalker. It's it's like a cool thing to think about. <laughs> and it's almost a meta moment for the trilogy, the new trilogy beginning. And, and Luke is that mythological figure that so many generations of Star Wars fans have have held in such oh, a yeah. high regard. I totally agree. So number nine is the moment that Luke is revealed as a legend. <laughs> so number eight on our list, there's no voice to go along with this one. Thank goodness. Um, it is it is the sequence in which uh, Luke infiltrates Jabba's palace and also the battle on the barge in uh, episode six, Return of the Jedi. This is a moment that really shows Luke's bravery and resourcefulness in saving his friends. Um, and this is kind of one of those first moments where we really get to see 
a more matured Luke using the full scope of his Jedi abilities um, from tricking Bib Fortuna at the door and holding his own against the Rancor and then launching that incredibly choreographed attack on the barge, just jumping off the end of the plank and surprise, yeah. like here I am. Um, so it it shows Luke's determination in saving his friends. He's It's it's a stylish sequence for him. I mean, mm-hmm. he's had all those those white robes or his, his farm outfit in the previous episodes but this is where he's got he's got the black outfit he's got the gray sash it's it's a it's a stylish return for luke of of hey i'm i'm a jedi now Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that's number eight i I mean i like that sequence as well there's there's so much like all of jabba's palace all of that like i I also love thinking about the fact that like luke totally clued r2 in on all of this but (laughs) left c3o C-3PO in the complete dark. Well, you have to. He would have He, he would have, have blown everything. it. See, this is why we, we, we need to have an ultimate droid showdown Aww. between the two of us someday. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just love that R2's like, no, it's fine. Luke has a plan. What do you mean Luke has a plan? Luke has a plan. And Luke did have a plan. And that's why this is on the list. <laughs> uh, moving on, number seven um, is... I, I picked this moment. It seems like not that big of a moment because the, the bigger moment is when he actually blows up the Death Star at the end of episode four, uh, Star Wars A New Hope. But uh, he says, I used to bullseye womp rats in my T-16 back home. They're not much bigger than two meters. And to me, that moment more so than his actual using of the force and blowing up the Death Star is a point where Luke starts to show confidence in his abilities mm-hmm. and starts to kind of grow from that farm boy that we saw uh concerned about power converters. <laughs> so it's it's the point where he he sees a challenge and he rises to it and he's up for it uh regardless of how impossible it might seem because if you watch all the other pilots in that briefing very much don't think that this is something that can be done and Luke's mm-hmm. like no that's no we got this. So he he shows himself as a leader and displays uh like kind of a talent for mm-hmm. his for being a pilot and for being able to kind of feel out a situation because Womp Rats aren't easy to hit because they also do a lot of hopping. So it's just, a l- for me, um, I chose this moment as number seven just because it was the moment pr- prior to the big moment that mm-hmm. le- like if this moment didn't happen and he wasn't confident in his ability, he never would have turned off his finder and used the force in order to know that he could hit something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and he was surrounded by all of these other rebel pilots who more or less had more complete training than him and were and were professionally prepared. Oh, absolutely. In some some degree and so to say, "Hey, I did this in my old life and it's a skill that I can carry into my yeah, future." That that's really cool. Yeah, it's a good moment for him. All right. So number 6 on our list is The Force is Strong in My Family. So this is also from Return of the Jedi. And this is the moment where Luke reveals the knowledge of his lineage to his sister. And I I love that like I've known, I've somehow always known like it's like did you did you really? But I mean, I believe that she did. <laughs> I'm yes, I'm sure she did. But it but it is a really cool moment, I think, especially quite quite a few of these um moments that I've picked for the list also have to do with not just how Luke was in the situation, but how the shot was framed. And so this is that really beautiful. Oh, it's a gorgeous forest moon blue. Yeah, it's it's quiet, it's contemplative, and it's it's very different because it it kind of it's the calm before the storm. Yeah, it, it shows that awareness of what's to come, but it's still a very important moment for him. So this is and this is also a moment where he doesn't know if he's going to see his sister again. So right. he should probably tell her that she is his sister. <laughs> Right, and they and they get to share a really cool connection, and so this is this is definitely a point in the film in which the larger picture 
of the Star Wars galaxy falls into place because you've got the the known connection to Vader and then Leia gets brought into it. And so it's a really cool moment of a more mature Luke tying together all these threads that we've seen throughout the films. And, and it's been so fun and dynamic to to kind of have a mystery surrounding them, but to see all of it coalesce into this moment where he knows what he has to do next mm-hmm. is is really cool. So finding that the Force is strong in his family is number six on our list. So right now we're going to take a little break to do an honorable mention that is unscripted. Ha ha, Kitty, Uh-oh. look what I just did. <laughs> this um, wasn't in the notes. Well, we, t- we, talked about, we talked about it, but we didn't right. have time to put it in the notes. But I just would like to mention that for those of you waiting for the like uh i am no i am your father moment uh you're not gonna get it because uh (laughs) ultimately kitty and i decided that that was more of a vader moment so stay tuned in case we ever do a vader uh, i think we'll have to yeah a vader (laughs) countdown and a vader countdown would be amazing but like putting leia in this countdown it's more about like the the stronger growth in terms of like where luke is headed and uh, the honorable mention goes to I am your father because Luke has suffered a huge defeat at that point. And yes, growth comes from defeat. But uh, we ultimately decided that him just going, no, that's impossible. And, and like falling, falling, down the- falling down Cloud City, like the pipes is just was just not necessarily something that we wanted to highlight. Um, it is an important part of Luke's hero's journey, but it wasn't one that made the countdown. And we felt like we had to acknowledge it for the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> True. But stay tuned because now I think we'll have to add a, a Darth Vader countdown to Oh, I, I think that would be a great idea. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would love to do a Vader countdown with you. It would be cool. Um, so with that, uh, number five is... Um, are you do to, the voices? No, I feel like I have to like set up the scene. So the scene is, is that Luke's on Dagobah and his X-Wing has just sunk into the swamps of Dagobah. And he, you know, this is the size matters not speech that uh, that Yoda gives him, t- like trying to give Luke the confidence that he needs in order to lift the X-Wing out of the swamp. And Luke tries and Yoda has that, like his eyes get wide. He thinks it might happen, but then Luke gives up. And he says, you want the impossible. So Yoda shows him uh, because that's kind of what the best teachers do is like they show you something that's different from what you always thought to open your mind. And Luke says, I don't believe it. And Yoda says, that is why you fail. (laughs) And I think that that's a really awesome moment for Luke learning to let go of what he's always known. Um, It's a great moment for him to to see what's possible and to see that there is a bigger galaxy. And the whole, like we have other Dagobah things that we're, I think we're just about to get to, and I don't want to spoil this <laughs> for, for Kitty, but um, the whole Dagobah sequence in general is just very much that for him is like thinking, like seeing the world as he never thought it could seeing the galaxy as a bigger entity that connects all of us. Mm-hmm. So number five is I don't believe it. That is why you fail. All right. Number four on our list is the binary sunset. So this is arguably one of the most iconic moments in all of Star Wars. And the score beneath it is the force theme. And it just this shot cements the film's place as a space opera, as a grand adventure. And it is a moment where Luke is kind of choosing his destiny. It's he's contemplating about what larger world lies beyond Tatooine and the twin suns. And it's a wordless scene, but Mark Hamill's acting and the framing of the shot just Oh my god. They just capture everything. I cry when that happens just because like Mark (laughs) Hamill looking over 
those dunes mm-hmm. like over everything that he knows into what he doesn't. Just seeing oh. that flat line on the horizon and he's he's stepping up on onto a crest of sand just to kind of, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, it's and, like the precipice shot. And when the music swells, I always, I always get chills. Oh, but I'm that... getting goosebumps with us <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> oh, so, and, and so having that be a wordless scene is, is incredibly important. And it also, in, in before they zoom into the close-up, it makes Luke look so small and you can kind of, that that's when you yeah. also as the viewer get the sense of it and it's a call to adventure for Luke it's a call to adventure for every Star Wars fan mm-hmm. and so the binary sunset oh, I like that is it's number a, 4 on our it's list it's a call to adventure for every Star Wars oh, fan oh yeah <laughs> oh i love that so number 3 is the moment Luke passes on what he has learned <laughs> and we considered that to be the uh holding off of the First Order on Crate, the battle with Kylo Ren in Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. Um, the rebellion is reborn today. The war is just beginning, and I will not be the last Jedi. Um, so many things that Yoda has said to Luke over the years are repeated, um, repeated, repeated, repeated by fans, by Luke, um, and not just in words, but in theme. And this is one of those where, you know, Yoda always tells Luke, pass on what you have learned. And this is the moment where he does that. He um, allows the resistance to escape uh, while he holds off the First Order single-handedly. And that is just such an amazing moment for Luke Skywalker because he's left the galaxy. He's abandoned the Jedi. He doesn't think that this way of life works. And he comes back Mm -hmm. because he believes in something greater. And that's really what Luke has always represented is the idea of something greater. So that's why number three is the moment Luke passes on what he has learned. All right. Number two on our list takes us us back to Dagobah. It's another one of Yoda's teachings that is arguably one of the more dark and gripping moments of the original trilogy. Um, And I'm not going to do the voice, obviously. I haven't been doing the voices since the, like, Okay, (laughs) good. I mean, I don't want there to be any expectations. But number two on our list is what's in there. Only what you take with you. So this is the Cave of Evil on Dagobah. Um, I, th- I think that's what the official name is. That's what the internet told me. It's it's the cave. The on internet's Dagobah. usually right. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> the internet would never lie to me. So this is the cave on Dagobah where the dark side of the force is kind of first. Um, Luke first encounters that. Um, so during his training with Master Yoda, this is where he also faces the ambiguity and the darkness that is within him and without him, like around him. It's a test that he does manage to pass that that Yoda has for him, but being faced, it he's faced with Darth Vader, and then that moment where the helmet reveals that it's him inside. It there's this yeah, there's this sense of ambiguity, this duality, and a sense of potential to go either way in the Force. It's it's a very frightening and surreal moment in uh, Empire Strikes Back, but it's also really cool because lending back to that space opera feel, it's. It's based in in a uh, philosophical allegory by Plato of the cave, which caves, the cave represents confusion between what is real and what is not real within the self. And so having Luke take on that moment in Dagobah is a, is a quintessential part of any hero's journey, whether you're in a space opera or some other genre, confronting what is inside of you, whether it is good or bad, is is incredibly important. And then seeing what comes out, what comes back out of the cave 
based on what you took in with you. And so the cave on Dagobah is our number two moment. I would love to like riff on that, but I feel like number one on the on this list is like the perfect end result mm-hmm. for like what he took into the cave, what he saw, what he comes out with, his failure in Cloud City, and then moving forward through Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So number one on the list is I am a Jedi like my father before me. It's the moment Luke throws down his lightsaber and states to the Empire the Emperor that he will not be fighting Darth Vader anymore because that's he doesn't want to lash out with his hate. He chooses the the path of the Jedi. He chooses the path that um, does not lead to the dark side. It does not lead to anger and aggression. And he redeems his father in the process. So I there are like you know, there's the moment when he loses Yoda and he says, So I am a Jedi. But this is the <laughs> moment that he actually is a Jedi because he he chooses everything that is good. He chooses to be taken by Vader because he knows that the only way to save part of his team is to allow himself to be taken because Vader can feel him. So there are so many choices that he that he makes up until that point mm-hmm. that a, that do say that he is the Jedi that we all want him to be. But this is the moment that he he becomes a Jedi without question, without anything, and, and the Force truly returns to the galaxy. Yeah, not not just in saying, like, like I have these powers, like when he shows up at, at Jabba's place and he, yeah. and he uses his mind tricks, that even though he has the Jedi teachings and he has the abilities, like like you said, this is the moment where it's it's all it's all in all. Yeah, like, he puts it into practice and that's more than just what someone taught him. He is it's a lived experience. It's a lived experience. He gave he gives up everything else. He gives up another way of life and becomes the man he is meant to be. Oh my gosh. I know. Wow. Okay, so just to recap our list really fast, number 10 on our list was going to Toshi Station for power converters or not going, I guess. <laughs> number 9 on our list is The Legend of Luke Skywalker. Number 8 is Infiltrating Jabba's Palace. Number 7 is His Confidence in Shooting Womp Rats. Number 6 is The Force is Strong in My Family. Number 5 is When Luke Learns to Let Go. Number 4 is The Binary Sunset. Number three is holding off the First Order on Crate. Number two is the cave on Dagobah. And number one, I am a Jedi like my father before me. So, oh my God. like so good. We could have put so many more in there as well. But these were just uh, what we... And we got pretty much... Every movie that he's in yeah, on the list, I think, I think so. Unless, yeah. I mean, we didn't get Revenge of the Sith. We didn't, we didn't get <laughs> Luke sorry. being born. Luke being born. That doesn't quite make our list. <laughs> I mean, it was an important moment in the galaxy, absolutely. But, and I'm sure Luke is happy he was born. But uh, yeah, <laughs> wow. So obviously, there are still tons of other Luke moments that we could have missed. So if you guys think that we if the force was strong with us, then great. But if you guys have some suggestions or things that you wish you had seen on this list, please let us know. Be sure to check out our blog at geeksideshow.com and tell us your own favorites. And that was the top 10 Luke Skywalker moments. This has been your Geek Culture Countdown. For more ad-free pop culture news and content, visit geeksideshow.com. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to let your geek side show.